We go through our lives not exactly being the people we want to be. Instead, we become a figment of what others want us to be. And that's got to stop. Welcome to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with your host, Marja. Realize the gifts and capacities that are within you and start living the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's Marja. Welcome. It's so great having you all here today. You're listening to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. I'm your host, Marja. Make sure to go to marjarr.com to check out uh, information on services that I offer. And you may also email me at radio at marjarr.com or contact me on Facebook at Resonance Repatterning with Marja. Our guest today, I've actually had on the show three other times, and I want to welcome Bubba. Once again to the show, and we're the topic today will be creating everyday magic. Uh, however, is there something else that you would like to start with, Bubba, today? If we may, please allow the energy that we be to coexist and commingle with all other energies in a flow. Please allow the highest vibrating beings to dictate that flow. Thank you. <laughs> yes, thank Please you. Allow the words that come from me be the perfect words for every interaction and allow those words to be in the perfect vibration, frequency, and tone for all living things to understand. <sighs> thank you. That's thank creating you. magic every day. Yes. That changes everything no matter where you stay, no matter where you go, no matter where you've been, if you'll do those two simple things, your day starts again. Yes. And the, <laughs> the words thank you are so powerful in creating magic, too. Do what? Just the words thank you are really powerful in creating everyday magic. I told a guy yesterday, he, he, he kept complaining and complaining about this and complaining about that. And I said, look, dude. Um, won't you do one thing and we can change all that? And he says, what? And I said, one, you got to get out of the habit of letting those things out of your face. Um, why not, instead of verbalizing it out loud, you just say, thank you for the experience mm -hmm. and watch it go away. And I'm telling you, his issue, no matter what it was, it was very, very simple, but he made it a big deal because he kept saying it won't work, this, that, and the other. And mm -hmm. once we stopped him, once we stopped him and he just said, thank you for the experience, it wasn't two minutes. The issue that he had went completely away. It wasn't an issue any longer. Right. Now, changed in that, his frequency changed in that because instead of complaining out loud, he said, thank you. It made him vibrate higher. Yes. It's amazing what we can do there because it's all about changing our frequency. It's all about uh, quantum physics has shown that everything is frequency. So you change your frequency and you change your life. In fact, one of the processes I do resonance repatterning is all about helping people shift to a new frequency if they're really stuck in something and they find they keep repeating something and the, the simple everyday magic doesn't seem to be able to shift them out of it. It's another way of 
being able to shift your frequency. So when you vibrate at a higher frequency, uh, things show up in a much more magical or in a way that's much more pleasing to you. Wouldn't you say? Uh, Well, if you ask for something and you don't complain and you say thank you a lot, it comes in, it's like I told somebody the other day, uh, uh, I'm going to put it in baseball terms. It comes mm-hmm. to you in uh, like a left-handed pitcher screwball. You think it's going to hit you right in the forehead, but it just stops right off to your side and says, hey, I'm here. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. And sometimes it comes in so gently, even more so than that, where you don't even notice it for a day or two. And then you go, wait a minute. Uh, I've, I've got what I asked for. It's here. Well, if you would think no matter what it is, you've already got it. You've already made the list many, many, many times. They call it a manifest. And I hear all of these people talking about their manifest. Well, a manifest is a list. A manifest is a bill of goods. Um, so I had another person that does what I do or something, something similar. We all do the same thing in different ways. We all facilitate a change. Right. Um, no matter what we're doing, no matter the modality, we're facilitating a change. Are exactly. we changing anything? No. Mm-hmm. You are. Right. Without your interaction, without your interaction, what we do is like a fart in the wind. It's not going to be, it's going to be wasted on most because they won't accept that they can feel better. So, one, you have to accept change. Well, not only that, they have to accept that change can be quick and easy, too. Because that, that's another stumbling block a lot of people have is, oh, no, that's too easy. Mm-hmm. But we have been programmed to complain. Yes. And once you, once you step out of that program, then when you stop letting complaints leave your lips, then everything starts coming easier because you lose your emotional attention attachment to it right you don't have to have an outcome you just want to see a shift and in seeing a shift that is having an outcome yes and people get overwhelmed because everybody says oh you got to change the way you think well you do but you don't have to do it all at once just one step each day right or even changing one thought you know? Yeah, that's the easiest way, because you only have one thought at a time unless you run with a brain like mine, and then they start running into each other, and you say, hey, wait, 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 slow the truck down. I right. got one thought I want to play with. Right. <laughs> and you do that, you do that with your lips, because every word you speak, your body takes literally. It doesn't know you're playing. It doesn't know all of that. It knows that what you're saying, it holds on to that. Yes. It's all about shifting something in you to make you vibrate different. And the best way I've found to do it, thank you, because everybody can say it. Yes. Thank you is huge. When I started a few years ago, a friend of mine introduced me to something that she had heard about 
when you're in a moment of feeling really good, no matter what it is, it could be that you uh, look at a baby. It could be that something really good that makes you feel good in your life has just happened. But if you'll stop in that moment and say thank you and then follow it up with more please, you'll receive a lot more of those good feeling things in your life. I know when I started doing that, um, things started really showing up more so. And I've been able to create, uh, in a sense, magic in my days by having so many of those good feeling things show up in my life. Sometimes when I first was practicing this and trying to be cognizant of it, Um, I would carry things with me that if I looked at them or if I heard them, I knew it would make me smile and get me to that feeling place where I could say thank you more, please, and ask for it, even if I was having what I would call back then a rough day. And so I, I would pull out from my like four or five items and look at them and recreate the good feelings and then in that moment say thank you more, please. And it was amazing how my life changed. I get a pocket full of rocks, or they're crystals in most people's worlds. I call them rocks. And Uh if I find a way to shift what I'm in, and I've been doing this a long time, so it's mostly it's pretty easy to shift. But even I get stuck in it, okay? And I'm not perfect. I never claimed to be. Even I can get stuck. And so I stick my hand and fondle my pocket full of rocks because there's one special one in here that a four-year-old gave to me just so he could pet my dog, and that was about 10 years ago. And Uh he thought my dog was the best dog in the world, but he said in order for him to play with my dog, he had to give me something. And he gave me a small piece of amethyst that he said he found in the playground, and I swear to you, you turn it over, and on the backside it was inscribed with love. Oh, wow. And I carry that rock in my pocket, and it's been in my pocket every day since the day that child gave it to me. And all I got to do is feel it, and it shifts my entire being. Yes. Yes, because everything about that, bringing it into your life even, was magic. Yeah. And a four-year-old giving it to you, they do it with such um, joy to give you something, too. Well, he he thought it was the perfect payment just so he could love on my dog. And my dog was an old soul, and he found me out in the middle of the desert. I didn't find him. And Mm -hmm. he was my companion for eight or nine years, and he taught me how to love again. A dog Mm -hmm. did. Yes. So uh, to have this child do that, all I got to do is touch that rock in my pocket. It shifts me. I I don't even just touch it, and it shifts me. And I go right back to the moment that I felt so good when that child put it in my hand. Yes. And it really can be that that simple to shift your energy, huh? The the, the little objects you carry in your purse, a picture on your phone. I've got a guy that I play with, and I told him, I said, what do you love more than anything in the world? He said, oh, my grandbabies. I said, well, put a picture of them on your phone, and when you feel your brain going crazy, pick your phone up and look at your grandbabies, and your brain won't go crazy. Right. Yes. And that's what what I meant by what I was doing when I would put stuff in. Like, I had things that were symbolic of things or that always just uh, 
um, brought a smile to my face with me all at all times so that I could uh, look at that and like I had pictures that would always make me smile or even the ringtone on my phone I set up was one that every time I heard uh, the ringtone I would smile. It's my text message and it makes everybody else smile too. My text message notice makes everybody smile. Uh-huh. Yes. It calls me a redneck. <laughs> and it makes everybody smile. <laughs> everybody smile. And I've found to shift my day the most, give away smiles. It makes the greatest impact during the day. I don't have to really feel it inside, but a smile is easy to do. And according to some university studies 20 or 30 years ago, one smile replicates itself 26,000 times a day. Wow. I hadn't heard about that study, but I can believe it because I know when somebody smiles at me uh, and I may not be in that mood or whatever, I will automatically smile back and it does help shift your mood right in that moment. I, in fact, I I walk around with a smile on my face and everybody asks me, what are you up to now? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> isn't it amazing that when you walk around with a smile on your face people think you're up to something <laughs> well, the people that run in my circle they know I'm always up to something and well, it's just a true. matter of how big it's going to shift or what it's going to tear up because you know I am from the south and you know hey watch this <laughs> <laughs> and I know you also like to do your, your science experiments. <laughs> well, it, it, look, I figured out this a long time ago. I'm here for 80 years if I'm lucky. I've watched so many come and go, and most of the people that I ran around with are no longer on this plane. So this ain't a permanent thing. And in not being a permanent thing, I have to take on the native ways. I can't own anything. I didn't bring anything with me except the voice that I have. And the voice that I have is mine from day one to the last day. It can't be replicated truly. And it's mine entirely. And everything about my body says it responds to the voice that I use. So once I learned that I can shift one thought, it shifts my voice. It shifts my attitude. It shifts even the the frequency of my voice coming out of me. Yes. Well, it does. And when you make sure that you pay attention to what comes out and you say verbally, that is one of the quickest ways to really start changing things in your life because you can stop yourself if you hear yourself starting to complain and ask in your head, so to speak, what what can I say that will change the way this this is. And well, it, I, I yes? see energy, and I see people make statements. And in making a statement, I watch their energy go from out at their fingertips if they were arms outstretched. And when they make a statement, it comes in to the body size. Mm-hmm. But in the same breath, if they can figure out how to turn it into a question instead of a statement, their energy expands twice the size of their fingertips. Oh, yes. Yes, from an energetic so, standpoint, you've been able to see it. it. Yeah. Instead of complaining, you just ask, how can we shift this? Yes. That's, that's so a really I, good thing. I've yeah. been given the 
better question than that is what else is possible in this? And this is everything because in that moment, this is this. Right. Right. And you can you can ask that question. Another one that I like that I have was introduced to also is how does it get better than this? No matter where you're at, instead of voicing the complaint, uh, always, if you can shift to questions, I found that that has been a big help in my life, too, is asking questions instead of always talking in statements. Because questions leave everything open-ended, and it provides the universe or whatever you want to call source energy the opportunity to show you how things can show up instead of you deciding that they can or cannot show up on that. That's part of the power. It's, It's interesting that you can actually see the energy of a question. That's really cool. Well, we start playing in this stuff, and we never know what's going to show up. It's an evolution, too. And I was reading some stuff by Bruce Lee the other day, and he says, we all are elevating ourselves, and we reach a plateau. And you think you're all of that at that plateau, but it's up to you to reach for the next one. And you can become comfortable in your plateaus and let your ego override you, or you reach higher looking for that change and greater things you can accomplish. Now, I'm in no contest with anyone else except myself because I know that no one else can even step into the place that I'm in. Nobody thinks like me. Nobody exists like me. Nobody does it this simplistically. Um, They're probably out there. I haven't been induced to them. But I've learned through the ages that the simpler I keep it, the more <laughs> it responds, the faster it works, and I just got to get out of the way of it. Yes, in fact, we'll touch on that um, after the break because I really would like to discuss the power of being simple. But right now, we're at break time, and we will see you on the other side of two minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. In the new book, The Lightness of Choosing You, international best-selling authors write about the journey to knowing self, trusting oneself, and making choices that alter reality as we know it. What happens when you choose fresh starting today? Marja has been featured as one of the contributors. She invites you to visit MarjaRR.com for a link to obtain your own copy of The Likeness of Choosing You. The book is also available through Amazon and other online bookstores and retailers. Pick up your copy and make new choices in alignment with you. inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning, healthy living power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are with host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan, live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com.
If you're lost in the dating world and need GPS, if you're stuck in dating hell and can't get out, if you're in need of a dating intervention, then Done Being Single with host Trevor and Robbie Sharp is your lifeline to love. From hookups to happily ever after, learn how to navigate single life and find the one. Tune in to Done Being Single Saturdays, 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. And we're back. Just before break, uh, we, we got on the topic of keeping things simple. So that's where we're going to start out here. I was having a discussion with Bubba on break about how I had learned uh, with working with energy and working, looking at things in my life that has shifted. It's really been a lot of simple things that I have used that, that has helped me uh, step into a, a new vibration, step into a new place. And I was, we were talking about how, human beings really try and make everything complicated and it's hard for them to accept simple. So anyway, that's where we're going to go on this segment. So Bubba, you had some, some stories you could tell about that. Well, the simplest beauty of everything is nature is so complicated. It's very simple. It creates every bit of energy. It consumes the trees make leaves and go through the year, and then they fall off and fall at the base of the tree. The tree, the leaves sitting there, cover the ground, hold moisture in, it decomposes, it feeds the tree. It's simple. How do we overcomplicate that? We think we can do better than nature. We think that we can escalate nature, and we have, but not simplistically. Not simplistically. The words that we use, we try to use words that have, that's the biggest thing about this language we play with. This language we play with wants you to overcomplicate it because you're using words that you really don't know the meaning of, and they may be used out of context, and how does that help you escalate you? It doesn't. It confuses you. So instead of using a 10-cent word, I like to call them, how can we simplify it? Yes. Everything about my life is to make it simple. Use just simple words. The KISS rule. I say it to me, keep it simple, stupid. But <laughs> I'm a dumbass. I can get away with that. Uh-huh. Yes. I also know that I don't know anything because the more I learn, the more I understand that I don't know nothing. Yes. So every I day understand. is progress yes. in simplicity to learn about the time space I'm operating in. With the parameters I've been giving, with the language I've been given, with the education that I possess, uh, I've learned 
that the simpler I keep it, the less I stay stuck in the mess. Right. And that's the important, <laughs> that is the most important part of it is when you keep it simple, it's, it's amazing how everything can change. When you ask yourself a question, even how am I make, uh, what am I doing to make this so complicated or how can I simplify this? It's, it's amazing what can happen on that because we really are programmed. Than that. What's that? One, one little simple question, simple words. Okay. Is there a way to make this easier? Ooh, I like that. That's a great question. And it will show up. It will show up. There's a, is there a way to make this easier? And there always is if you will get out of the way of it. Ask the question and move away from whatever you're experiencing. And if that's nothing more than just taking a step backwards, that's moving out of your own way. Physically, move out of your own way. It does a reset to the energy you're in. Ask the question and move. In movement, there is flow. Yes. There's no flow when you're standing still. It becomes stagnant. So ask a question and move. If you don't hear anything, but if you're sitting in a chair and you slide your feet backwards on the floor, that's movement. It shifts the energy. Yes. Because we really do get in our own way all the time. Uh, And we're, when you look at it, we... I know I I do that on a daily basis, and that's when I will ask questions, but I never thought about combining the movement, too, on that. Well, flow, it, only in flow is there movement. In, in flow, it moves slow, it moves fast, it moves backwards in circles, it moves forwards in circles, but there's always movement. If there's no movement, it becomes stagnant. It's a pond. It will not move the water in it. So you're 70% water. How do you create shift? Move it. Right. Yeah, how do you shift your energy? How do you shift what can show up in your life? You know, you can move it. You can ask the questions. And it's what I've been amazed at sometimes in my life, how, say, it's a situation where you really do require the help of somebody else to shift or change it or to work with it. It's like they magically show up in a, in a way or somebody tells you about somebody that can help you. Uh, and you go, oh, and in that moment, you know, uh, that's the next step as far as your question went. That that okay. person has shown up it's for that. Like, it's just like the things you're, you're saying. All right, one word that you use a lot and and... I'm not correcting you. I'm just going to give you a different word to use in its place. Good. And it's going to shift your time space, and it's going to make what you do way more effective every day. Yes. Instead of using the word work, how does that make you feel when you say that word? Oh, I get that. Yes, it should be play. (laughs) <laughs> or plays a better word for that. I have been trying to be more aware of that. Uh, however, in our society, as you know, we get taught to work. So it's it's a hard habit to break. And I'm glad that you reminded me I am still using that instead of play. Well, I'm just saying, it, it, once I learned that this word made my body feel bad. Oh, oh yeah. I'm telling you. 
I, my body says, oh, we got to do that. Oh, I know. man. I ain't moving, dude. What's wrong with you? And people say, well, your body don't do that. You control that. Okay, yeah, good luck with that. If you control that, then how many times do your eyes blink a second? Um, how many times your heart beat a second? You're controlling all that, right? No, mm-hmm. the body is its own entity, and you're getting to ride in it, and you're playing with the brain part of it, but the brain does most of its stuff without you knowing it, so it's up to you to find a simpler way to use your vernacular to shift your day, which yes. means, in simple terms, learn how to speak in a different way. Yes. And the education system's not going to teach you that. You have to teach yourself. And I learned after going to college and going to schools and all of that, all school did was get in the way of my education. Yes. It put me in a place where I couldn't think for myself. It made me a perfect monkey to feed the system we're in. Well, if you don't like the system you're in, change it. Yes. And the only way you change it is to change the way you look at it. Because the system's been here longer than we have, but the more we change the way we look at it, the more we can change the system. And I refuse to work, but I'm going to go play all day. Yes, and play has such a different energy. And I do invite all our listeners out there to check in with yourself. Uh, How does it feel when you say work? And then how does it feel in your body when you say play? I know that I've done that a lot. Uh, the, the construct of this place says I have to have an income to exist in it. Right. Well, when's the last time you asked to become a money magnet? When's the last time you used your voice to allow yourself to play in this energy and money comes to you freely and easily with little to no effort on your part? And the more I play and the more I shift my attitude toward play, I am taken care of greater and greater every day. With every breath, money flows my way. And all I got to do is play, play, play. Yes. Well, when you're playing and you're having fun, you really do attract money, but you also attract all sorts of other things that you want in your life. That's one of the most important parts. If you're a person that has a hard time uh, playing or having fun, I would invite you to ask the question, what would it take for me to play each day and just leave it alone? You don't have to figure it out. I have to go one step further than that. What's that? Can my four-year-old come out and play today? (laughs) I like that because four-year-olds do like to play. (laughs) Well, the biggest thing I know about it, at four years old, according to Ivy League universities, the average four-year-old asks 42.8 questions an hour. And that's when a four-year-old is at their most expansive. They're learning more than we can comprehend. And you did, too. When you were from four to seven, you asked too many questions. So I'm kicking 60 in the butt, and I think I can outdo a four-year-old on them questions. Yes, Questions, really. And the other thing questions do is they, they just expand everything in your life. They create possibilities. Yes. And the more possibilities you have. You don't have to do anything except rephrase your statement into a question, and it creates more possibilities than you can comprehend. 
Yes. And Another thing I do, I presented with things. I mean, I got presented to go to uh, speak in front of people for three days, and I had to ask myself, where will this lead me in six months? Mm-hmm. Is this going to be beneficial for all involved? You know, just different things like that. I ask before I even make a choice on things like this. Yes. And, and I really like those questions because when you kind of check the energy of that, like if it's going to be, uh, what's it going to feel like in six months or where it, if it's going to lead to something, you don't need an actual answer as far as what it's going to lead to. You just need to check that feeling. Does it feel however it feels? Does it feel like it will be, uh, for lack of a better term, something that makes you feel better or feel good or feel light? All day long to create the best magic in your life. The simplest best magic in your life is you're just looking for a better feeling place to sit. Exactly. No matter what it is, no matter where you're at, is there a better feeling that I can get? Yes, there is. If I can make the conscious choice to ask a question, I can shift. And it's all about you changing the way you think about stuff. It takes 21 days to create a habit. The greatest habit I learned and created for myself to this day, my first conscious breath that I know I'm conscious and I'm in this plane, thank you. What else is possible in this? I start my day that way. Yes. And since I've been doing that, I can't tell you the last time I had a bad day. It's all about you changing the words coming from you to change the things coming to you. Yes. And that's, and it, it really starts, is that simple. It all starts between your ears. Mm-hmm. And all you got to do is find a way to ask a question instead of making a statement. That's the best way, the fastest way to create magic in your existence. And... Move out of your own way. <laughs> like you said. Well, in asking a question, need- here's the kicker behind that one. In asking a question, you immediately get out of your own way because you're not complaining. You're not making a statement. You're asking for a better way. Yes. So that in turn automatically puts you out of your way. Mm-hmm. Well, I know sometimes when I ask a question, it doesn't automatically put me out of the way. I know there's either another question, but I also think that um, maybe it's just taking that step back, like you suggested, maybe adding a movement to it where it would really uh, supercharge the question, so to speak. Because in some ways, it's like I heard a long time ago, if our conscious mind could, could solve the problems... Um, they would already be solved. So it's about asking the questions and doing and moving. So, and playing. As well, you were I, touching I, on. Yeah. I know everything requires effort. If you want to have something really nice, you've got to put a little effort forward. But right. in using my words and using my questions and getting others to come into agreement or disagreement, they don't have to play in my world. They can disagree with me. But even their disagreement energy feeds where I'm going. 
Yes. It's energy, yeah. and it's a game of numbers. And you can tell that by looking at the Fibonacci sequence. You, 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 it's all a game of numbers. If you start asking questions, you're going to notice one thing. First, all those people that are around you that like to complain too, they're going to go away. The less you complain, misery loves company, joy stands on its own. And the more, the less you complain, the less those are going to be in your life that like the complaining. So, therefore, your whole paradigm is going to change, and you're going to say, wow, what did I do? All my friends went away. Well, were they really your friends? Mm-hmm. Or were they the energy vortex you were sucked in? Right. exactly because we do attract and we are part of energy vortexes because we attract uh, the type of people that mirror what uh, where we're at at the time so you can't greater you cannot see greater than where you sit you cannot You can't even imagine a possibility out of it because you get yourself caught up in this vortex and it's spiraling downward until you can learn a way to shift it. Question it. That's how you shift it. That's how you stop the vortex from turning into a drain. It turns the other way then and shoots you right back out above it. Uh Uh-huh. I see it happening all the time when you can learn to question things. Oh, when you can learn to question things, that's been one of the biggest uh, helps in my life. I always did ask a lot of questions. I just, it wasn't until a few years ago that I started learning the power of asking the open-ended questions in my life, like what else is possible in this, or who does this belong to, or is this mine? How powerful that could be. And we're coming up on a break right now, so we will see you all on the other side of two minutes. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. In the new book, The Lightness of Choosing You, international best-selling authors write about the journey to knowing self, trusting oneself, and making choices that alter reality as we know it. What happens when you choose fresh starting today? Marja has been featured as one of the contributors. She invites you to visit MarjaRR.com for a link to obtain your own copy of The Likeness of Choosing You. The book is also available through Amazon and other online bookstores and retailers. Pick up your copy and make new choices in alignment with you. Have you left the cage that held you back but find yourself in the wild of your life wondering, what do I do now? I'm Dr. Lisa Cooney, and today... I'm going to give you the tools to answer that question. Regardless of the issue, your choices of the past no longer need to haunt you. You have the power to change that and to create from a space of fun and ease. How different can your life be? Find out. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Central, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red Says, Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are tuned in to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. And we're back. Bubba and I were talking on break, and one of the things that I brought up and we were talking about was looking in the mirror as you ask some of these questions or when you um, are, well, I'm not really sure how to phrase that question, but how powerful mirror work can be in a sense. Would you uh, talk a little bit about that, Bubba? Well, there's a couple of things. One, life is. Everybody has one that is still on this plane, so it is. We are having our unique experience in what is. And I hear people all the time, it is what it is. No, it is. What it is is what you are feeling about it. What it is comes from inside you. Life just is. So you have to shift what it is. How do you do that? A question. Step back. Look in the mirror and ask questions to yourself. You really don't know how powerful you really are until you look in a mirror at yourself and ask questions. Um, You don't have to have an answer because your body will give you one. Just ask a few questions while looking in your eyes. And if you're going to stand in front of the mirror and play, I suggest to empower yourself even greater than you can comprehend because it works for me every day. While you're looking in your eyes, you say, thank you. Yes. That's it. Say thank you. And then I've been doing one little thing. I allow, I give you permission to receive and that's going to make you uncomfortable. And it really is. And it's going to make you feel bad for a little bit because the programming of what is does not want you to receive. Right. So playing in the mirror and being able to withstand a little bit of uncomfortableness while shifting your program, give yourself permission to receive. Yes. We're Receiving always better is- to give than receive. From birth, I can remember this. I, I, it's better to give than receive. Well, you can <laughs> give so much, and that's all you can give. But when you're receiving, 
You're stepping into the flow of it. Then the endless supply of receiving so you can give kicks in. So give yourself permission to receive. Yes. And it's actually, from what I understand, a mistranslation from <clears throat> as far as it's better to give than receive is that it's supposed to be tis as good to give as to receive or something like that because it really is a flow. Because if you're always giving, you're never replenishing yourself if you're never receiving. And that's well, basically what the flow is all about is you, they're giving and receiving are of equal importance to keep the flow going. Well, the biggest thing about the flow is most don't understand is they can sit and be in it and not comprehend. And they don't understand what flow is because they can't comprehend what water does most of its existence. Most mm-hmm. of its existence, water flows from the rivers, the streams, the underground springs, and then it gets oxidized and turns into air and becomes heavy clouds and puts the rain back down there. So the water is always flowing. Even stagnant water dissipates and has a flow to it. The human, in its mainframe, forgets that. We're stuck in cubicles. We're stuck in this spot. We're stuck in this spot. They don't want you in movement. Because in movement, there is no flow. Sitting stuck in that cubicle, there is no flow. How are you getting flow? Moving your fingers on a keyboard, shuffling papers? No, that's not flow. Flow is when you get your body involved in it. So therefore, if you're sitting in your chair, you're asking questions, move your feet a bit. Then your body thinks you're walking again. It doesn't have to feel the weight of it. It's just about moving water in you. Right. And it's about being in that flow, because when you're in that flow, magic really does happen. The everyday miracles really do show up. I remember uh, a few years ago when I was having uh, a physical issue. I won't get into the, the whole story here. And no matter what treatment I was receiving, what was happening, I nothing was shifting. And I finally shifted Um, my frequency and my vibration to it and the perfect uh, health professional showed up and uh, helped me and my body to shift it so that things could change. But I was in the frequency of actually uh, allowing that to to happen, it didn't. Well, it's like a couple of memes that I've been posting for a while that I got. Please allow the energy that I be to coexist and commingle with all other energies in a flow. Mm-hmm. You cannot read that, say that, or see that without taking a deep breath because your subconscious automatically shifts to that. Right. And please allow me to have the perfect words in every interaction. Guess what? That means even with self, you're reprogramming the way your brain is transmitting and receiving just by those two little simple things. I've been going to put them on a business card forever, but I get caught up here on the farm and you put one on one side and one on the other and just pass them out because people just see it and it shifts their mainframe. Yes. 
And I know I, I really like those. If if you ever really do make business cards out of them, I want some. <laughs> I, I, I put it all out there on the intranet, and uh-huh. anything that's out there is free for all to use. I don't hoard information because it's information. I receive it. And people say, well, how do you charge? Well, the only thing I have a value on this planet is my time in this existence. So my value is in where I spend my time, where I sit. Because mm-hmm. that's the shortest thing we have in this existence is time. So I work with others and play with others and do what I do. And they say, well, how can I pay you? And I say, well, I'll just do it by donation. Whatever you think it's worth to you. But I don't even take the payment. I give it away because I'm taken care of. I give it to a lady that spends all her money feeding animals that others throw away. And I've noticed that the more and more I do this for my time, I'm rewarded richly for the effort in this paradigm of playing where I play. So I can Mm -hmm. still give it away. It doesn't stop my receiving. If anything, it enhances it because I've created a flow or a backwater or an eddy to give more life. So the words that I possess, the words that I use are about to give life in this because it's so easy to give death. We're programmed to it. Right. And that's, that's the most impor- important thing is, is to learn how to be. Well, you, you don't even really have to learn. Learn's another word that, that implies work. Uh, you just have to start asking the questions to help you step into the flow. Well, the biggest thing I've learned is through my existence on this plane. One, nothing stays the same unless I choose for it to. Mm-hmm. Only thing that stays the same in that is me and my attitude. Well, right. if everything on this planet is constantly changing, shouldn't I too? Yes. That's another interesting in my life. Right, but however, the interesting part to me is so many of us humans really resist change, and yet that's one constant that we have. Well, I found a few decades ago that the only thing that was constant in my life was change. So I relish the change because that means I'm not growing stagnant in it. Yes, and change is an important part of living uh, because our bodies change, our what we even what we like to do, what we consider play changes over time. It's everything changes. I think what people have a hard time, and maybe you have a question that they can ask for that, is it's not so much that they don't want to change, they don't want to let go of what's no longer serving them because they're comfortable carrying that weight. What questions could we ask for that? And we are coming up on close, so uh, if you could answer that pretty quickly, that would be great. Well, if I'm getting stagnant with stuff, if I'm getting stagnant with thoughts, what can I do to shift it? Where can I place myself to think different? And what energy can I set to see a different thing? Whatever it is, allow it to bring. 
only for my highest and best, please, because I'm experiencing what I've created from ignorance, you see. Mm-hmm. So once I step into this, and I don't have to fully commit yet, I really don't, I'm just going to toy with it. I'm going to put my toe in the water and ask one more question today than I did yesterday. That's change. That's the simplistic one that you think you can control. And the only thing that you can learn to control is your thoughts. And the only way you can do that is by changing one. Yes. And that's a good place to start. Most of the time you don't know where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. Please allow me to shift my thoughts today. Ooh, I like that one. That's a great one as far as allow me to shift my thoughts. Because you shift your thoughts, you shift even just one thought, and things really do show up different. And that is another way of creating everyday magic. I don't know how many times in my life that uh, when I really have required receiving from others that just by asking questions like that, the perfect person either shows up right in front of me uh, for to, to get the flow going or uh, I end up in a place I wasn't expecting to go where I connect with uh, someone who really is, is part of that flow for me at the time. So it okay. can even connect to... You know, we're coming up on the end and I always like to do something for everyone as we're playing in this. So as we do this, I'm going to put some magic in this. And those that listen in the future can accept it, too. All they got to do is say, yes, thank you. Okay. Today in this breath, today in this moment, in what is, allow me to find a better thought in it. Allow it to come in freely and easily so I don't have to sit very long waiting. Because my patience factor I haven't learned yet, so I'm still a human learning to be. So in this, freely and easily allow my thoughts to connect to like-hearted people, no matter where they're at. Thank you. Thank you, Bubba. And thank you to all our listeners for listening to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. I'm your host, Marja. Make sure to go to MarjaRR.com. You may email me at radio at MarjaRR.com or contact me on Facebook at Resonance Repatterning with Marja. And if you want to get in touch with Bubba, you can do that through me. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. Please join your host, Marja, again next Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, start to live the life that you've always deserved to live.